Hey there, it's Michael from Amazing FBA. Welcome to Mindset Moments, little bite-sized chunks of thoughts and hopefully wisdom about business and life from my wanderings around London and other parts of Europe. Hey folks, today we're going to talk about a hat and some clothes and what the meaning is for life and business. Quite a lot here. So let me explain. If you're watching the video version of this, you'll see I'm wearing a rather fetching, if slightly battered black hat, which is faintly reminiscent of the one that Terry Pratchett wore, but I'm not going to keep it. Although I love Terry Pratchett, I don't need to wear a hat. I like him to read his books. I never wear it. And it's a fun thing. I bought it with my wife years ago. So it has some happy memories, but nothing very major. And it is part of a bunch of clothing that we have, which I'm throwing out. And I wanted to review why that is for a couple of reasons. There's a big lesson here. So the reason that I'm getting rid of this hat is two things. Number one, time. And the other one is money. Now, specifically, we have got a moss infestation in our current flat, probably because in our previous flat was owned by somebody who had a very old house, a very old chap who had lots of carpets everywhere that never got cleaned. So that was the reason why I'm cleaning every piece of clothing we own, which is quite a daunting task. And it forces you to reevaluate, of course, whether you should be doing it. Because here's the thing about objects. Everything you buy, first of all, you're buying it. You're spending money on something when you could have spent money on something else. Maybe this cost me Let's say it was new and it cost me 50 pounds. If I sell it secondhand, then I might be lucky to get three pounds for it on eBay, or frankly, I'm going to take it to a charity shop. So that's money gone from cash into trash. Second thing is if you are an e-commerce seller, you put money into something when you're not putting it into something else. And of course that means that you could have an opportunity cost if something else would be more profitable. The second thing to think about, and a lot of people don't think about this with their personal possessions and they don't think about it in business either, which is, it's not just about the cost of buying the product. If you're an e-commerce operator, you're obviously conscious of the cost of freighting it from wherever you buy it and storing it, but you may not really be very conscious of the long-term storage implications because that's not such a in-your-face thing when you get an invoice from a supplier or from a FedEx or whoever your freight for it is, it's pretty sharp demand on your money. And it makes you think about, oh, that's a lot. We really want to be doing this. But when something's in storage for two years, FBA or in your own warehouse, or for that matter, in your own closet or wardrobe, you can ignore the cost of that. But of course that space costs money. And by the way, that's true. If you own your own flat or house, I've got a flat in West Hampshire. We pay a hell of a lot of money per square foot for that place. And if it's full of clothes, then, you know, it's not being lived in and that's kind of wasteful in my opinion. If you are, however, doing it as a job or your business, that's a heck of a, a thing that you got to think about. But the other thing you got to think about is even if you're eventually going to sell the inventory, if it's your business, you are tying up a lot of money because you paid money for something. You spent money shipping it. And by the way, that money's gone. That's an expense. You swapped a current asset cash for another current asset inventory. But if it's sitting around for ages, that is terrible for cash flow. And of course, cash is worth more than inventory, really. And you may perceive that another way. But if you try and get a loan against inventory or try and liquidate your inventory, either which way, you're going to get pennies on the dollar, as they call it, cents on the dollar or pennies on the pound. I mean, if you try to get a loan against inventory, average is going to be somewhere between 20 to 30% of the value, not of what you'd sell it for, but for what you paid for it. So the actual book value 
times 20%. So if I bought a bunch of hats like this with a view to selling them and say I'd spent five pounds per hat and then another three pounds shipping it in and VAT, import duty, or the same applies in the US, right? So I've got five pounds worth of hat, but if I had to liquidate or get a loan against this, I'd probably get 20% of that. So I might be able to sell each hat for a pound, or if I could get a loan against it, if anyone would even lend any money against a, hat, a bunch of hats, I might be able to raise perhaps one pound, one pound 50. So th the truth is, if you're not shifting inventory and turning it into cash, obviously turning it into cash with friends and others profitable cash flow, then you're doing a very bad thing in your business. It's extremely easy to end up there. And so that's the first thing, talking about the problem now. The second thing I do want to talk about is the solution, which is to get rid of stuff that doesn't move or doesn't give you joy. Now, this is where the personal and the business divide. If you're personal, I'm getting rid of this because I don't wear it. It doesn't not give me joy. I don't dislike it. It's kind of fun, but I never wear a hat. And I don't tend to walk around calmly. I tend to walk fast to go somewhere and if I need a hat it's because it's raining in which case this is going to get ruined or I'm running for health or I'm cycling and if I'm cycling I'm going to wear a cycling helmet so it doesn't kind of fit my lifestyle and uh, I've got other shirts that I've got and here's the thing once you got inventory you've got to look after it as well and if you haven't looked after it you've got to dispose of it and all of that costs money and time and in this case the one of the things that's causing me to get rid of some things is dry cleaning bills because it's really expensive to clean is. certain expensive items that you can't wash. And that doesn't fit very well with my future lifestyle requirements either of having less stuff and stuff that is easier to take care of and cheaper to take care of. And again, that's harder to find the equivalent of in the business world, but there is basically an equivalent and certain things you own will take a lot of money to look after and maintain. And obviously machinery or equipment is more likely that than stock that you're going to try and sell. But you know, if you, for example, as a guy I went to visit the other day, happens to uh, run a used car uh, business, then he's got to wash the cars. He's got to change the oil if they stick around for long enough and they get driven enough before he can sell them. So again, you've got to put all the costs of ownership of things into the mix before you weigh up. Is it really worth it? Now, the reason we often don't, we, I mean, me, other people I know, business owners I know, don't let go of things that they know that they kind of should from a rational basis is what I would call the sunk cost. I've talked about this before. It's reiterating the sunk cost fallacy for which I can thank um, Seth Godin. And I'll put a, put a link in the show notes over at 10kcollective.com. But uh, there's a really great podcast that he has called Akimbo, A-K-I-M from other B-O. Fantastic podcast. And uh, kind of conceptual level, but very practical. And this is one of the things he talks about, sunk cost fallacy. Really, it doesn't matter whether I spent five pounds, 50 pounds or 500 pounds on this hat. As he puts it, as Seth Godin puts it, it's a gift from my past self to my current self. And I can choose to accept the gift or pass up on it. And here's the thing, the gift comes with costs, some of which are not obvious. So for example, on my hands here, I've got a bunch of dry cleaning and a hat that I'm going to get rid of turns out that a bunch of sofa cushions, which may have cost you, you know, I don't know, five pounds each to get sofa cushion covers, I should say, it's, might easily cost you five pounds to get dry cleaned. And if you've got moths, you've got to get that done. I have no choice if we're going to get rid of the moths. And the irony is, of course, one of the reasons that we're driven to do it is because my wife's going a bit nuts because they are attacking her favorite dresses and clothes that she likes. So that's another great metaphor for, for, for business and life, which is 
simple but brutal, which is that the stuff that you kind of want to keep because you got attached it because you own it and the stuff that you really care about are in conflict. If you spend time having to buy, store, look after, and then perhaps eventually still get rid of stuff you don't really care about, you haven't got the money, energy or time to spare to properly look after the things that you really care about. And uh, I think that in the business world, what you should care about is if you're in an inventory-based business, you should be caring about stock that makes you good profit and sells through quickly. So good cash flow. Just a simple point really, but the emotional cost of getting rid of stuff is really high. But I think it's important today to think about the true overall cost of ownership of something and the, the opportunity cost of not looking after the things that you should be looking after. The simple version of all this, of course, is if you have the emotional discipline to get rid of stuff you don't use or doesn't give you joy, Marie Kondo's idea in business, my God, I really totally believe in that kind of thinking. So it's not so much whether it gives you joy as whether it gives your customers joy. If it doesn't make good profits, why sell it? You know, you're selling something for like 10% gross margin, like in a business that I was considering the other day. Dude, 10% gross margin? Before your overheads, like your business is going to be almost certainly breaking even at best or minuscule profits, overall pre-tax profits. And, and that happens all the time. Every day I see that. So if you've got inventory like that, the obvious thing is you just cut it out, get rid of it, sell it through at cost price or, you know, sell it at a profit if you want to, but don't reorder the stuff. The discipline to follow through is an emotional discipline. It's not actually about intellectual insight. It's about taking the trouble to see what reality is, to be really realistic with yourself about the true costs of things, as well as the upsides of them, the value of them, and then to have the courage to take action, despite the fact that you're going to be overcoming a big loss aversion all yourself, which is the sunk cost fallacy. I, I myself, a while ago, I had a, a few thousand dollars of inventory. It's only a couple of thousand pounds, but it's painful enough for me at the time. And I couldn't sell it for, um, intellectual property reasons. And it took me about a year to, to get rid of it. Eventually I found a way to move on to a charity, but I could have taken those actions months before, but some part of me was just not wanting to accept the loss. In my case, it would have been illegal to sell that, that product in the country that it was in at the time. Then of course the value of that stock was zero. So on paper, the value was already zero. And it took me about maybe as much as 12 months to have the courage to just get rid of it. And I passed it on to somebody else who could make good use of it in a charity, which I was allowed to do. So it wasn't wasted. Talking of which, I must get to the charity shop and give away my hat. I've got this rather jaunty number here that I am going to be giving away as well. Again, I like the hat. It's fun. In another life, maybe I could be a, a cheeky chap in Camden wearing this hat. I could see that, but it's not actually me. I don't actually wear it. So I'm going to say goodbye to the hat with regret, but otherwise it means I'm going to incur a cost for the dry clean. So that's a test of whether I really love this hat or merely like it. And it turns out I merely like it. So it's going to the charity shop. I hope it gives somebody else some joy there. Thanks for listening. Hope that was useful. Do you want to grow your business bigger and faster? A free audit of your Amazon business can help you see and avoid threats and find missed golden opportunities. I generally charge $150 or more per hour, but this would be free. You can be a reseller or a brand owner. All I ask is that you're doing a few thousand dollars a month in sales already. Just visit myamazonaudit.com, scroll down, click on Amazon Audit and book in a time. That's M-Y-A-M-A-Z-O-N-A-U-D-I-T.com. Look forward 
to speaking to you on your audit.